the best coverage of the Jazz, Utes, and Cougars is right here on The Zone. This is JJ and Alex, presented by G2G Bars, on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. All right, welcome back, everybody. It is 97.5 The KSL Sports Zone. Thanks for being with us on the program. Jeremiah Jensen, Alex Curie. Together, we are JJ and Alex. Thanks for being with us. Uh, Pretty cool opportunity this week for you, JJ. This is a story that gets a little bit, I would say, put on the back burner because of all the attention that the big programs in the state have gotten this year because of how good they've ended up being. But the best player in the state of Utah in collegiate in collegiate basketball is not at Utah, Utah State, or BYU. No, he's not. He's at Weber State, and it's Dylan Jones. Uh, and if you're questioning that, well, ask the NBA scouts. Uh, he's already on the NBA radar, spent time at the G League and NBA Combine last summer. We'll talk about that in the interview. But uh, he's well on his track. Wait, and, and people here are fortunate that he came back, and you're running out of chances to go see Dylan Jones play while he's still at Weber State. Um, if you miss Damian Lillard play, don't make the same mistake with Dylan Jones. Go check out the last couple of home games that the Wildcats have. Uh, special player and even better human being. He'll be blown away by how mature he is, his perspective on everything. He's really, really a fascinating young man, and Weber State fans should be really proud. And the entire state should be proud. Uh, set it up for us. I know you got to sit down for a few minutes. Yeah, we talked about a lot of things. Uh, the season going on, their ups and downs they've been through whether you know the opportunities he had to leave during the offseason and uh, his relationship with Damian Lillard, which is pretty cool. But I started out by asking him, how does somebody from Columbia, South Carolina, end up in Ogden at Weber State? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a crazy story. Um, you know, I went my – I did my senior year in, in uh, Sunrise Christian Academy in Wichita, Kansas. And, um, you know, I played that year um, – you know, I had a lot of offers early on at uh, where I'm from in South Carolina. But a lot of those schools, for whatever reason, stopped recruiting me, maybe because a lot of them was like East Coast offers and things like that. So that I guess they thought they couldn't get me or whatever. And, um, yeah, then on top of that, COVID happened. And, um, you know, I played that year basically with no offers and stuff. And then, you know, COVID happened and everything went virtual. And, um, you know, recruiting became way, I guess, more easier because you could just talk to people and it wasn't really visits. And, um, you know, I got a call from Coach Daniels, and he just told me that, you know, Weber was interested. And, um, you know, from there I did my research about the program and things, and I was like, you know, this is a pretty good program, you know, because obviously being where I'm from, I've never heard of it, honestly. Even, you know, with Dane being from here, I've never really heard of it. So after I did my research, I thought it was a pretty big-time program and, you know, had to weigh in options. You know, it was a tough decision, but I chose here. That turned out to be a great decision. Yeah, I think, uh, I think it did. I think everything happened how I was supposed to. Um, you know, my brother um, knew Coach Jorge Ruiz for like a while, even before. And it was just funny how everything like originated. You know, it's, it's always cool to just think back on how everything has went. It's almost like it's supposed to happen. What does it mean to be a part of this great basketball tradition at Weber State? We see the greats on the wall behind you. And of course, that includes Damian Lillard. I think it means a lot. Um, you know, I think for somebody like me um, who has values, I think in the right things, 
Um, I think it means a lot. You know, I think if I valued other things like, um, I guess, more fame and fortune and things like that, it wouldn't mean so much. But I think um, the substance in that is, you know, being at a place where you can always call home, you can always go back to and um, always be remembered for not only the things you've done on the court, but also off. So um, I think it's a big time thing to be a part of the tradition here. Um, obviously here, you know, there's a long line of guys that have set forth that tradition for me to reach. Um, and yeah, I think that's what's big time about it. You know, if it was maybe like a guy or two, you know, it's just not so much of an important thing, you know, but being that so many guys have had not only successful careers, but been successful people from here, um, I think it means that much more. How much time have you been able to spend with Dame? Uh, I spent quite a, uh, I think quite a bit of time, at least for what his schedule presents. Um, you know, I've gone to his camp before. Um, we've talked, you know, through text or whatever and things like that. So I'll say we spent quite a, uh, quite a bit of time together. How much has that relationship helped you? Uh, it's helped me a lot. I think, you know, for somebody like me that's striving to get to the highest level, um, and I can always have a resource like that to always reach back and um, not only show me some steps but give me pointers along the way, um, even to the fact that, you know, he can, you know, tell me things that he's even hearing. You know, I think like, earlier this year he's, he texted me earlier and was like, you know, he's hearing great things from scouts, you know, just little things like that um, for people that have the access and that information. Being that he came from here is important to me in my position. You're wearing a shirt today that says, stay the course. What's the meaning behind that shirt? Yeah, this is uh, actually, so, so I want to say part of why I came here too, but so uh, my brother's, um, my brother's name is Eric Washington, and um, his best friend is Tyrell Corbin. And um, his dad was the head coach of the Jazz at the Sloan, uh, Tyrone Corbin. And, um, you know, Tyrell actually played state championship here. And um, I'm not saying he had familiarity with the coaching staff and stuff, but, um, you know, he signed off on Utah basically for me, you know. He was like, you know, yeah, I think it would be a good place for you, stuff like that, because he had been out here in this uh, vicinity and stuff. And also he knew the assistant at the time on the women's staff, Nate, uh, Nate and, um, and they were friends as well. And he told me, you know, Coach Ray, good people, he's solid, whatever they're telling you, you can believe him. So, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I didn't even plan that, but um, yeah, Tyrell, this is his brand actually, his shirt brand. He's stayed of course and, um, you know, it's, it's his brand and this is his shirt, so I'm just supporting him. Um, but yeah, it's actually funny because he's kind of one of the reasons why I came here too, because that, that was Utah ties I had as well here, you know, being that uh, Corbin, Corbin then was in Utah. Also, even uh, Jarrell Brantley, a lot of people don't know that as well, but like, you know, Jarrell Brantley, who got drafted by Utah, he's from Columbia. Like, I grew up, like him and, he grew up watching my brother, and I grew up watching him, and he came out here, and it was like, I knew that if anything went wrong, I could, you know, I technically had family here, you know, in a way. It was crazy how it all worked, but yeah, it was. Your brother, Eric Washington, played at Miami, Ohio, now playing overseas professionally. How much has he helped prepare you for all of this success and all the experiences you're currently having right now? Yeah, it's been, I mean, big time. Like, I wouldn't, I, I can sit up here and say, like, I wouldn't be where I was if it wasn't for him. Just because, you know, the walk that he's walked, um, it's made my decision-making process, the things that I've done just way easier just because, you know, I'm not saying I, he's made mistakes, but just the steps that he's taken, I've been able to just learn from it. You know, again, experience is the best teacher. So for me, it was just easier to go from the knowledge he's gave me, the things that he's told me, 
um, how to move about certain things, the business aspect of basketball, you know, something that I never would have thought I'd been a part of, but he's been through it. Um, you know, I think that's been the most instrumental part in my career, you know, because, you know, for somebody like me and just around the world, college basketball, the people don't understand the situations are very fragile. Like they are like you can be a good player here and be a average player here is that is that small of a line. And, you know, for somebody like him, you know, decision making processes is, is really important. And I think that's been the biggest part of my career is my decision making. And part of that's because of him and what he's been through. Last summer, you had a great experience at the G League and NBA Combines. It put you on the map. NBA scouts and execs were impressed. What impact did that experience have on you? I think uh, the main thing it did for me was um, gave me the platform, first of all, to show that I can you know, play against higher level competition and players. Um, I think that was the most important thing it did. Um, I think I've always had that belief in myself, but I think for the world, that was important for them to see that I could belong there and not only be a player, but be a good player and, um, you know, actually impact the game in so many ways. So I think that was the most important thing it did for me. Um, obviously, I was able to showcase my talents. Um, I was able to, you know, I guess prove to myself that I belong in an atmosphere like that and um, that I belong ultimately. You know what? You might have been drafted last year, but you decided to return to Weber State for one more year. Why did you make that decision? Uh, I think uh, most importantly, um, I think that when it came down to the process, the decision making was, um, I guess, what would I be giving up versus getting? And um, I didn't think that what I guess was on the table or what could have been possible uh, was worth giving up what I had here. Um, I did firmly believe that with how I came on the scene that if I go back and put together another year like I confidently know I can and um, you know God's willing everything goes how it's supposed to with no injuries and things but um, if I just you know had that confidence that I could do it again with the attention that I had garnered with people knowing who I was I think I could I think I thought I could put together an even stronger body of work uh, show another level of jump and improvement and which I have done and um, I think that was most important I think people as it was going, it was so exciting because it was happening so fast. But um, in those times, you got to kind of be the one that just, you know, kind of looks at things from a bird's eye view and like look down on it and, you know, actually make a real calculated decision. And um, like you say, it was very possible that I could have, you know, been in wherever now. But I think it was the smartest decision for me. Um, I think it's paid off. It's been a wild ride this season. Great wins, head scratching losses. You lose four or five in conference and then run off six straight wins. How would you describe this season? It's been crazy. Like you said, we've had the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Um, but I think, at least for me personally, it's, it's been the best thing that's probably I could have got out of this year. You know, I think if we would have just rolled through the season with flying colors, you know, I think I would have wouldn't have been faced with much. Um, I think for someone that's trying to go where I'm trying to go, there's going to be adversity. There's going to be things like that. And um, yeah, I think I'm more proud of how this year went than any other year because when the chips were down, not only against me, but against my team and everyone here, the coaches and, you know, going to expectations and things, when the chips were down, we really um, found a way when no one else thought we really could to, you know, turn our season around and get back on the right track. And um, just to have that perspective, man, uh, it's been a crazy year, but, you know, I wouldn't want it any other way, in all honesty. Now you guys have rolled up your sleeves, gone to work, and now it's paying off. Incredible comeback win at Idaho and a huge win at Eastern Washington. What did you learn about the team on that trip? I think we was already on the right track. Um, 
I think that definitely, I guess, was the loudest win of it all. But I think we've been trending in the right direction. And, you know, when everything was at its low points, you know, the perspective you got to have is, you know, you want to be, as the season's going, you want to be going upward, you know. And I think that win itself just shows where we're going as a team on the trajectory going up. And I think that's what's most important. You know, I, I think we have the talent to compete with anybody, like, in the country, if you ask me. You know, this is the belief I have in people and my teammates. But, um, you know, I just think that that's what it did for us. You know, I think we knew we could win the game. Now, to go out there and do it is a whole other thing. And we were, we were, we had to be men to go in there in that environment with everything they had on the line and, you know, be up as much as 17. Like, that wasn't, it wasn't easy. But, you know, we got the talent to do it. We got the players to do it. We got the coaching staff to give us the right plan. So, you know, I think it, it just put us continuing to go on that right pace and trajectory. So how has all of that prepared you for what matters most? We all know it comes down to the Big Sky Tournament and hopefully an NCAA tournament appearance. Obviously, before even the Eastern Washington game, the, even the Idaho game, down seven with a minute and ten seconds to go, you know, just somehow finding a way to win that game. I think it's just more about finding ways to win. You know, I think when it goes to the tournament, you know, you can think this script is how it's supposed to look, but you never know how it will. And I think this year we've shown even in this little patch we've been through, it's like finding ways to win in a multitude of ways, you know. Um, but also I think most importantly is like finding our identity as a team defensively, um, setting that, that tone and presence of us as a team, and that's what's going to win us games. How much have you enjoyed life in Ogden? Uh, I've enjoyed it. You know, I think uh, for somebody like me who's not really into, like, the, I guess the high life, uh, yeah. I think it's the perfect city for me. Um, I think everything here kind of moves at, you know, my pace. And I think that's uh, what's big time. You know, I think um, when you got somewhere, even like Salt Lake, where it's accessible to, you know, if you want to live that life, you can go up there and, you know, have that. But for somewhere like Ogden, man, it's been great. You know, I think the community has been great. Um, I'll go to the neighborhood Smiths and see people and talk to them and things like that. Um, even as much as having a membership at the Ogden Athletic Club and, you know, being in a sauna and people being like, oh, like, you know, I was at the game and stuff like that. So uh, the community and everything like that from that perspective has been good. And um, I couldn't ask for a better city, at least to be here and focus on school and basketball. It's definitely did everything for me that I needed. Your story isn't written yet, but how do you want to be remembered when your time as a Wildcat is done? Uh, I want to be remembered as um, a player that, you know, in an era where social media is big and NIL is such a big thing and whatever, I want to be someone that's been remembered as somebody that no matter anything that I was maybe pressured with from the outside, um, public, whatever, you know, I kind of stood on what I believed in through the whole time when I came into college and I didn't waver that at all. You know, when I came in, I said, I want to be a part of a program where I can be successful, the team can be successful, um, and I can have a chance to be a pro. You know, once those things was presented to me, I didn't go back on that word and was like, oh, well, I'm gonna go make this money somewhere else, you know, because that could have been very easy to do. Um, that's what I want to be more remembered as, you know. Obviously, you know, I want to win a championship and things like that. But I think personally as a player, you know, I never, I guess, gave up on here. You know, I'm kind of that, been that type of person in my life, though. You know, just when I'm with you, I'm in, all in, you know. So um, I was all in here when I came here. You know, I never wavered from it at all, you know. And I was faced with the biggest temptations <laughs> of them all, you know. But I decided, you know, to stay here. That's what I said when I came in here, and I never – flinch from it at all, you know, no matter what happened. How tempting were some of those offers at big schools in the offseason? I can't imagine what that was like to have to make that kind of a decision. This error, you know, you got, you know, poaching is big. Um, 
just the whole business of basketball is turning more into a business. And um, I just think that, you know, with the things that was coming, it's just very easy for someone that's like, I guess not in, I guess the normal person, I would say, to just, you know, look at it from that perspective and be like, well, why shouldn't I do that, you know? But um, I think if you really remember your goals, remember what you really set out to do, remember what you really, you know, you said your plan really was, and you stick to those things, you won't waver from it, you know? But, um, you know, I'll be lying if I say it wasn't like, it wasn't a thing though, obviously it is, but, um, I just think it does depends on who you are and what your makeup is, you know. That's just what I'm what I've been about. Dylan Jones sitting down with uh, Jeremiah Jensen. You could see that thing that uh, that interview in full on uh on KSL Sports Live on Sunday night. You guys gonna run it on Sunday? Is that when it's gonna be? Saturday at six and Saturday Sunday at ten forty five. You can Saturday six, ten forty five Sunday. You Sorry. can see it Put and it not just there. hear it. All right. Which is always enjoyable. You, you've been tooting this guy's horn all year and it was like everybody's got to see how good this cat is and he may when you have a player like him when you go to the big sky championships and you've got a guy on your team who's better than everybody else maybe in the conference do you have a shot yeah if you have the best player in a three-game tournament essentially (laughs) you're betting on the team with the best player and And weber state has the best player look eastern washington's really good uh, there's there's some good teams in that in that conference, but if you're looking at that situation, you're like, okay, what team am I going to bet on here? Who has the best player? And the best player is Dylan Jones, and that's why I think Weber State has a great chance to make it to the NCAA tournament this year. And if that's the case, and if Utah can finish strong, think about four men's teams in the mm. NCAA tournament this year. Very possible. And uh, how cool would it be to see Dylan Jones, who's one of the best players in the country, to get that opportunity to play on the biggest stage in the NCAA tournament. How many great players have we seen over the years just to get that chance to expose themselves to the country and take advantage of that opportunity? He's one of those guys, if you're looking at the tournament, who's that wild card player out there that's on a, on a mid-major that could make a splash in March. He's that guy. Would you say Would you say there were chances were? There were great chances? Would you say there were great, great, great chances? I think they're going to win Starch Madness. Look at that. All right. I didn't say March Madness. I said Starch Madness. That's uh, that's up in Boise, right? Big Sky yeah. Tournaments in Boise. All right. We'll take a break here. We'll come back. If you missed any of that, you can go back and listen on the podcast, any of the shows all day long. Uh, all of all of the tabs on the uh, on KSLSports.com, you can go look there. You can see all the shows. Just click on the podcast tab, and you can see uh, and find the show uh, by hour, by guest, all of it right there. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We've got more to go right around the corner, 97.5 VKSL Sports Zone.